nonprofits, let's raise more money. For this episode, Jason and Trevor are joined once again by Chris Lamb, where they discuss generosity, what it means to have a growth mindset, and how it can enable success in the missions of nonprofit organizations. Let's get right into it. Definitely, we see people want to put a cap on what other people are willing to give. And I'm like, you don't have any idea how much that person Those are limiting beliefs. And those can be very, very dangerous, especially for a nonprofit that's affecting that kind of change in the world. You know what I mean? That kind of mission, forwarding that, advancing that kind of mission. We were talking about the abundance mindset. We were on your pod, uh, the Money Hole podcast, Mm -hmm. folks. And we'll we'll make sure the folks know where to find you, Chris, at, at the end. But we were talking about the abundance mindset and you were talking and and I always think about different parts of your life especially as we you know mature and family and business and wealth and and stewardship and helping and being charitable and all these things like pieces of the pie mm-hmm. and fitness and all of these things like we talk about and it's amazing how of course you're juggling all these pieces as you get older and things start you know moving quicker as mentioned is all and all that stuff and we have we create broad shoulders but it's amazing when one of those pieces is not full how it affects every other one yep. in some way shape or form if it's your spirituality if it's you know life with spouse with kids with friends you know the relationships in your life all of these things it's amazing how they all have to be full but when they all are and it's so symbiotic you know that um it's amazing what you can accomplish, right? And those limiting, they, they just go away. And then you start really, then you're logging some crazy numbers yeah. at that point, right? And you're oh, going, yeah. wow, I didn't even know we could do that. And it's just yeah. being deliberate about, it, I think is just huge. I just think that uh, that's not a point that could be, um, that could be spoken about more, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it, it, or, or it could, it, it could certainly be spoken. Well, about I was going to just right? say, I was going to ask Chris yeah, to speak sorry, more about me. that. Well, yeah, I, I'd yeah. like to, I, I think that's something that really people need to hear. And and so kind of go through the whole of that part about abundance mindset. Yeah. I, I think that when it comes down to it, you know, we've all heard the, the, the saying that whenever you give, you receive and all, mm-hmm. all the, yeah. when you give things come back to you. And I, I just think that, it's one of those things where you're not going to really know that and believe it until you do it. And, and I can't explain how it works. And I'm not saying that if you go to a nonprofit that you think is changing the world and give them a big check that you're going to get a big check in the mail the next week. Yeah. But I will say that you, it do, the first thing I will always tell people, and I think this is key to your point, the first thing that you will get is you will lose the fear of financial insecurity. Hmm. And I think that that is the first step in getting an abundance mindset is you have to lose the fear. Mm -hmm. And I've never found a tool that is more uh, useful to reducing fear of finances than generosity. Wow, Chris. Do you you think, Chris, that because when somebody becomes, when they start being generous with what they have, no matter how much it is, whether it's a little or a lot, that that starts triggering that stewardship for them to be better stewards with what they do have? Because if you're just reckless and, you know, you just, everything, what a little comes in, it just immediately flies out and there's never going to be enough and it'll be a bottom. It doesn't matter how much you make because it's never going to be enough. You know, cause- yeah. Yeah. I think that's also a, a exposing a belief system for someone, because if we were to look at five people's finances that say that one person may say, I would like to do that, but I can't. And it was like, well, that's your starting point. If you're living paycheck to paycheck and you've got debt and you want to give, your giving is learning how to get out of debt. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like you got to start where you're at. Like you are giving by actively trying to get in a better financial position 
so that you can give one day. Like that's your generosity right now to yourself, to your family. And then it will translate to future giving. And, you know, another person, they may have the extra income, but, you know, I would just challenge to say, it's not that you can't, it's that you're choosing not to. You're choosing to go to Starbucks every day, eat out five times a week, go on exotic vacations to that you probably shouldn't be paying for at your level of income because so many people want to live like they have a lot more money than they really have. And so it definitely changes your perspective and how you see money. And I would say that, that to your point, you know, the reduction of fear is number one. The second thing is when you start being generous and you start getting more purpose and when you have more purpose, it changes the way that you pay your bills. You know, it changes the way you see money for sure. hundred yeah. percent. It, we could talk for hours about the relationship that people have with money, right? Coach? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is your world. This has been your world for the what the better part of two decades, yes, yes or more. You know, just people's really. I have that my own experience with my relationship with money. I'm telling you what, since it since since I eroded all of those limiting beliefs and changed my relationship deliberately, um, and started realizing that I wanted to live abundantly changed everything. Yeah. It changed everything. Yeah. It changed things I didn't even know it would affect in the, in the other parts of my yeah. life, in my relationships and you know, the business and every oh man. Yeah. It was it was uh it was freedom. It aff- <laughs> like and freedom. It, aff- it it affects everybody. I mean literally 100%. everybody. It's one thing we all got in common is we all got money issues and some of us are a little further down that road and some of you know it, it, it's not there's no one that has this nailed. Like I heard someone the other day saying, saying that uh, they were talking about Dave Ramsey, who's done a lot of good, you know, but they were saying, I believe Dave Ramsey has a poverty mindset because of the way that he coaches people. And he's, if you think about it, like he's from a completely different generation and some of the things that he's teaching people are really, really, really hard to do in this economy right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and so, so yeah, I think it's, you, you get 10 people lined up. We all got different beliefs around money and everyone's going to have it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I'm glad you're talking about it, brother. Mm-hmm. I'm, th- I'm glad you're talking about it on such an active level. I'm really happy for you. I'm so really let me ask you that. I'm going to ask you, Chris. So how, what, so when somebody comes and asks you for money, cause I know they ask you. Mm-hmm. So whenever they come and ask you for money, tell me about that experience for you and how you kind of discern th- what you're going to do and whether it's some, you know, it kind of, it's, it's, you know, maybe it's a, heck yes, or a heck no, or eh, I'm not really sure. Kind of take it, take us through that for you and how you see that. I think that's something that a lot, that a lot of people misunderstand. Mm. And I'd like to hear how you share that. That's a really good question because it does change over time. Right. So like Mm -hmm. for now, now it's, it's more about what is the cause and is this something Mm -hmm. that I believe is actually making a difference? I mean, if that's not there, then I don't even want to talk more about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I used to always wonder if it was a 501c3 so I could get the tax deduction until one time one of my mentors said, are you giving so you can get a tax write-off or are you giving so you can give? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. you're right. I got a little too Good comfortable. Question. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and uh, But anyways, I think for me, a lot of it, it, it depends on how much but it really doesn't now that I'm thinking about it. I want to make sure that it is a meaningful cause with purity mm. and with people that are trustworthy running it. Mm-hmm. And 
that's so important to me. And it's not because I don't trust people. It's because I feel like part of me being a good steward is not throwing money Mm-hmm. at yeah. things that I, you know, cause sometimes the money that some organizations get is keeping them from going out of business. And that would be the best thing for them. I've seen that in, in, in my history. We've seen that too. Yeah. And yeah, so like, by too. me continuing to give to that, I'm actually propping something up that shouldn't be propped up anymore. Like we yeah, need to let yeah. the cards fall. It's not working. So I think those are the three things I look at is who's running it. Um, is it the purity of the organization, if it's a bigger amount, I, I like when I started with this one, I wanted to see the finances. Show me the PL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show me the balance sheet. Let me meet, let me meet the board. Let me see your vision. What are you guys doing? And I was nervous about asking. This was five or six years ago when I started giving more amounts to a larger group. And I was a little nervous asking the director those questions because I almost felt like it was intrusive, but she was happy to do it. She and, wants your help. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 for me, it was like, well, if they if they don't want to do this, that gives me my answer. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's really you know, I think you brought up a couple of good points that a lot of folks miss is they want to make sure that you're going to be around. You know, you, you do. I don't want to invest in a bankrupt business. Yeah, and people want to be a part a study, of a winner. We talked about that last week. Well, people there want was to be a study done yeah. during the cl- shutdown. Uh, this the, they did this uh, survey and they went through all this stuff. It was actually out of Britain that did it, but it, a lot of that stuff translates right here in the U.S. In fact, I'd say significantly it does. If they were thinking that the nonprofit was going to go broke, they weren't worried about it because they knew there were going to be three or four other organizations that would pick up and do that same work because there's a lot of duplication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if sure. they knew somebody was doing well and they were mm-hmm. they were strong and they had a, they had a good financial base and they had good financial you know accounting and things like that they were happy to help yeah. because they yeah, knew they that their push. money wouldn't be squandered and I, and i i mm-hmm. you know we talk about this Trevor and I do a lot because wealthy people were smart how they got money they're smart how they made it they're smart how they keep it they're smart how they invest it and they're smart how they give it away mm-hmm. and so if we think about it like that and we try to you know keep our organization um as you said, pure, you know, I think that's in a lot of ways that, that, you know, making sure that the financials are right, making sure that, you know, we are doing the right thing with the money that we're being good stewards, that we're found, you know, funding our mission the way that we we've said we will. Mm -hmm. And to do that money's not, then money's gets pretty easy to get. I think, you know, yeah, it can uh, be for sure. But if you go into that, that scarcity mindset saying, well, yeah, if we don't get this done, we're not going to make payroll. Mm-hmm. Well, those are real concerns those are valid concerns i love what chris says and we don't get an opportunity chris we're usually talking to folks on the other side of the table frankly yeah right? oh, really the folks that are you know that are that are executives you know on the executive level at the organization those are the folks that we coach every day and that we're speaking to and most of them the, most of the audience frankly that are listening um but i love what you said and i'm a big believer in that in in interviewing the people that are running the show mm-hmm. you know what i mean we we're big big believers in the board being there to support um, the staff and the executive director, you know, directly, but we're really big, big believers in the jockeys or jockeys, you know, the folks that are driving the ship, you know what I mean? That's just to qualify that this was for a local Northern California group there. I, w- I don't necessarily feel like that would have to be the case with every group. I mean, if it was a big nationwide, you know, where everyone knows, like this group's been around for a long time, they've got a great reputation yeah. that mm-hmm. those things might be different. Um, so I do think it, it may depend on on the organization. hundred percent, hundred percent. Absolutely. 
Okay, I got one more question for you, because this is something I tell people all the time, and I want to see if it holds true with you. If you take a meeting with somebody that you know is going to ask you for money, are you pretty, you know, I'm not saying that you can't say no, but you're pretty much on the yes, I'm going to give them some money before you take the meeting? No, I don't. That's not how I look at it. No. Um, At my first, that's my first thought is yes Mm -hmm. or no. And sometimes I have to work through that a little bit. But hopefully where I land with that, you know, and again, I'm just going to be brutally honest with you guys because it's just who I am. The way that I think about these things is I I, I pray and I just say, God, Mm -hmm. is there a reason why I'm supposed to meet with this person? And And if I feel like I'm supposed to, then I do it. And I don't just think about the money. I think about the relationship and because you just never know how you can help someone. The, it, it could be, you never know where that conversation yeah. that relationship is going to go. And there's some sort of value that I can probably give them. And it may not be money. It mm-hmm. might yeah. be money. And so yeah. that's, that's how I do it right now. I love that. Well, I man. think, I think that's what great. you just said is something that I think a lot of folks miss. People that have money typically have other resources, connections, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. you know, they know people, yep. Network. You, you know, just the fact that you just have capacity, the, the to think, you know, and to mm-hmm. see stuff because your experience is so different than other people and you'll think through mm-hmm. things in a different way. And that sometimes we get caught up in so much and asking for a check that we just forget what we really should be doing is just inviting to participate in whatever yes. level that may be. I love that. Yep. I love that. Yeah, you know, There may be a critical help. introduction yep. and you may sit here and go, you know, I, I know a guy that is right in the middle. I, I have got this going on right now. Yeah. Uh, somebody that we coach and, and, and I've worked with them for a long, for a couple of years now. And there's a guy I know that's right in the same track and same doing that. And I'm like, we got to put you guys together Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's a gift in itself. You yes. know, it, it's like, this is, I think this is a match. Now I don't know what's yeah. going to happen one way or the other, but I think that they could have significant um, impact on each other's, what their missions are. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. And, and 100%. to do this. So that's big. Yeah, this I, is I really good. This is really insightful stuff. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's awesome to have you brother. I want, um, I love, I mean this man, I really love what you're doing. I love that you're having these conversations. I've been watching a lot about what, what you've been doing lately. Please tell everyone where they can find you brother. You can search the money hole, hole spelled with a W on in, any platform. I believe it's everywhere now, right? Brianna. It's also on YouTube. You can just search, you can search my name on YouTube uh, Chris Lamb with two M's and, and you'll see it there. It's one of our playlists and we just started it about, I think we're on our eighth episode and it's, it's been fun. We've got Good. a lot of great people like Trevor last week and having yeah. real conversations about things where people will be inspired, but also hear about the struggle and, and there, we try to make sure we have tactics where wherever someone's yeah. at, they can figure out, they can hear something that's useful for them. And so mm-hmm. it's been fun. It's, good learning experience as you guys know doing a podcast you guys are way further ahead than me but it's not as easy as it looks no no i say keep doing it brother well i got i got a heavy heavy and by sitting in that chair across from you last week i got the encouragement vibe big time brother so please don't stop because people need to hear it man thank you so everyone that's listening the money hole hole with a w podcast awesome you don't have to listen to the episode or see the episode that i was on there's a lot of great content there and uh, I'm just tickled to have you on here with me and Jay, Chris. Yeah. It means the world to me, man. And uh, I'm I'm so happy you're here. So I really, really appreciate you taking the time, brother. 
Hey, everybody, if you've got anything good out of today, if there's something that, you know, Chris shared that really meant something to you, do us a favor, give us a like, make a subscribe, you know, subscribe to the podcast that really helps it get up and get seen by more people. You know, we really want to share it with somebody else, the nonprofit, nonprofit professionals or who we're really trying to connect with, because, you know, I know that you guys work every day and you're working to to do your mission. So we just want to bring some great information. So if this has done anything for you, please share it. It would mean a lot to us. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Can't thank you enough for coming mm-hmm. on. Thank you, Jay. Chris, thank you, Chris. Appreciate Chris. you so much. Appreciate so you, brother. We'll you. talk again soon. See you, see you, Trev. All right. See you, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you love our podcast, click the download button, rate us, and follow us on social media at HGA Fundraising. Get out there, start fundraising, and raise more money. See you next time.